Vimija, we're back again, we're spinning it again. And today we got as also known as Mr. Harsh Reality Gnosis. So firstly, man, how do you get that name? Um, I'll be honest, back in the day, because obviously I used to play football, innit? And um, I used to play football, and um, obviously my name's, uh, you know what my name is, innit? Mm. So... When I used to kick ball, um, a lot of like my teammates and my friends and that, they used to call me Azza. And a lot of people that have my name, their nickname or their tag or whatever is Azza, innit? Obviously, I had a different tag when I was growing up. But um, when I used to kick ball, that tag used to stick, innit? It used to make sense. So, I don't know, man. I think my old Twitter account, that was my name as well. That was my name. So, obviously, when everything happened with me going viral on the internet, um, I just thought, you know, it would make sense for me to just stick with the name Az instead of Azar, innit? It's just a short, quick name. It makes sense. So, yeah, man, I just I just picked Az, innit? I, I see you doing bits like you got that TMZ interview, so you got mm. the TMZ interview. Like, how did that come about and how do you feel about being on TMZ? Do you know what it is, yeah? TMZ, obviously shout outs to TMZ every single time. Now, TMZ, they're like a a very big like news platform in America, innit? And um I think the reason they shouted me a couple months before, but I think the main reason why they reached out to me is because I think they saw on Twitter especially um how big like my, my online presence was on, on Twitter, innit? And I think what was happening is I think they were starting to see my spaces. Um, because when I was, I'll be honest, and a lot of people know this, innit? But when I was, like, going viral on Twitter, doing all of, like, my, my Twitter spaces and that, um, I would get a lot of people, a lot of different people in, like, the entertainment industry tune in and reach out to me. Like, I had people, like, that was, like, uh, Netflix directors and... Netflix movie writers and script writers, they would tune in and they would message me. They would be tweeting on my hashtag. Like, I had people from ITV, BBC News, Sky Sports News. Um, they was all, like, tuning in and listening in to my spaces, innit? So I had a lot of people from, like, the, the media industry, like, tune in and, like, also, like, reach out and interact with me on, like, Twitter, innit? So I think... They started to see that, you know, this guy, he's doing Twitter spaces and he's giving off his opinions. And, you know, a lot of people are like tuning in to hear him just talk to himself, innit? So, like, let's just like invite him on, innit? And let's have him on our show, innit? Um, they just randomly messaged me in the DM saying, oh, um, do you want to come on our show and uh, give your opinion on some of the trending news that's going on? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be on that. And then, obviously, I spoke to them on Skype. We, sp we spoke for, like, 10, 20 minutes. They gave me, like, a couple um, subjects to talk about. And, yeah, I just gave my opinion on that. So that, that was crazy still, I'll be honest, Carl. TMZ is very big in America, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, big up TMZ every single time, man. So, obviously, you came in today with a baddie on face already, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah baddie yeah. on face. So how, how comes you wear the mask all the time? So basically, as you see, as as FM, as harsh reality gnosis, or just as that is, um, it's uh, obviously from what what it's turned into. I'm kind of like a media personality. I'm kind of like a brand now. You know what I mean? 
Um, so this is just my online brand. It's not something that, um, in terms of me as a person, I want to be carrying around, you know what I mean? Oh, because obviously, like, a lot of people, because you, you say a lot, and you say some controversial shit, mm. and you go out a lot of people. Mm. So, a lot, some of the viewers might think, this guy wears a bag because he's scared, he doesn't mm. want repercussions, nah. he doesn't want to be caught by certain people that poet. Nah. <laughs> poet, that is funny. Do you know what it is, bro? The reason why I wear a belly is because at the end of the day, there's a rapper, there's a, there's a rapper that said it, I think it was M. Huncho. M. Huncho said it. At the end of the day, when he's done what he's... Obviously, he's an artist, isn't it? When he's finished doing what he's doing, he wants to walk the street knowing that he can walk peacefully, he can mind his business, he's not going to have people constantly asking him for pictures and autographs and... You know what I mean? Just bothering him when he just wants to walk down the street. Just He wants to be normal, innit? And that's what I want to be, especially with the, the life that I live now. I can't be bothered with people stopping me. Oh, you're as... And I'll be totally honest, my picture my face is out there already. It's all out there already. And I'm going to be totally honest, even though I'm saying this now, I will be revealing myself. Because I've got a whole new look. Like, I look very different. Like, obviously, my friends, they see me every day, so they know already. But in terms of the fans and the listeners, when I first went viral, I went viral with my picture out there. You know what I mean? And then I remember someone gave me some advice. They was like, you know what? Because the life that you live now, obviously, I work in that. So with what I talk about and what I say and what I do, it wouldn't be a smart thing to put my face out there knowing that I'm also the face of the company that I work for. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that would be a sticky thing, you know what I mean? So that's the reason why right now I'm just separating as to me, you know what I mean? What do you think about the UK music scene? Because I see a lot of people, because you see Central C, they're doing their thing. Mm. they got like, a Sprinter had 10 weeks on the number one spot. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the first time that's ever happened. Mm. But then again, I see a lot of people saying, oh, the UK scene is not doing well. It's just Central C and Dave. Mm. So what do you think about that? No, no, what you just said there is right. Congrats to Dave. Congrats to Central C. One thing I can never do is hate on anyone. I'll never hate on someone. You know what I mean? Even if I don't like you, when it comes to me and listening to music, if you make good music, bro, and the music hits I'll, and, and, and I can listen to it, I'll listen to it and I'll rate your music, innit? At the end of the day, you as an artist and you as a person are two different people. I ain't got nothing against Central C. I've got nothing against Dave as a person. But in terms of music, I'm just going to keep it totally honest. The UK music industry is in a shit state. What makes you say that? Like, people say, oh, the music industry is at its best it's ever been. You're saying that because you're, you're, you're measuring it from individuals that are doing well. You need to look at the whole scene. The whole scene, they're not doing well right now, are they? No. It's only Central C, Dave, um, Tion Wayne, Digger D, Russ. Russ. Um, who else is there? Uh, Jay Huss, um, Burn, well, Burnable, I wouldn't say, but he's not really, you know what I mean? But Jay Huss, um, who are, uh, what, Potter Paper and and Stormzy um, that are really, like, doing their thing. And 
all of these guys that I've mentioned, they're all under big UK labels. Mm. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna if you're gonna come and say that the UK yeah. is at the best of seven again, it's uh, cap. Sench uh, is technically independent, but he signed a distribution deal. Even that is ugh, that's a question mark. I'll be totally honest. I'll I'll be honest, yeah. Like, okay, cool. Sprinter has been number one for ten weeks straight, but. People aren't understanding that labels, right? They have control of playlists. Um, they have control of radio play. All the, all the ways to promote an artist's song that can help the, the, the song or, or the artist get more streams or more listeners. They control that, bro. So if I'm going to be totally honest, a lot of these streams and a lot of this number one ten week, it's air to me, bro. Because if I'm totally honest, um, the the main reason why it's still number one is because of them being put onto playlists, uh, them being played on a radio, um, and them just getting that extra push through the machine. If I'm totally honest, 100%. if they want, you know what? I'll say this right. If they wasn't under a label and they released Sprinter or that whole EP, if they released that independently, do you think that would be number one 10 weeks straight? And be honest here, we both know uh, it's a no. No, because Sench is Sench, bro. Sench, I'll say he's the hottest UK rapper right Listen, now. Listen, Sench has never been independent. Let me tell you that, yeah? Sench has been signed from the get-go. I from even, the get-go? From the get-go. Even I, from like uh, COVID times? Bro, way before that, I interviewed his best friend, Bambino, okay. yeah, mm. two weeks ago. He told me everything. This guy is an industry plant. Because he's been doing his music for a hot, hot minute. Bro. Hot minute. He's been doing shows from back then, years back. So remember when all of that, even in secondary school, that the females were fucking with him, playing mm. the songs out? Mm. What's that? Type in Bambino and you'll see all of his old tunes of Central C. Them man used to roll together. Them man met each other in Brighton and that. I interviewed Central C, um, Bambino, innit? Bambino was meant to be signed onto Central C's label, Live Yours. Um, and basically what happened is I think they were just stalling with him and they were selling him dreams. Um, and then Bambino uh, managed to get um, a deal from Sony offered to him. Mm. But they said the only way we'll offer you this deal is if you get a verse from Central C. Central C is under what, Columbia? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. So he went to Central C and told him about it. Uh, there was a lady at um, Sony that offered him the deal. I can't remember the name. But um, if you listen to my uh, interview I've done with him, he says the name, innit? Um, and basically, Central C said, no, we're going to do it ourselves independently. Because obviously, he's got his own thing. Mm. Him doing it with someone else is not really in his best interest to do that. And, you know, he, he said, no, he's not going to give him a verse. So obviously, he couldn't sign the deal. And, you know, after that, that's when he ended up leaving Central C and the whole Live Yours camp. It was meant to be Bambino and um, the drill rapper, uh, A2 Anti. Yeah. There's an interview that Central C and, and um, you know that Oliver Sloan, the painter, uh, he's always with Central C on stage. No, posting. Yeah, the Oliver Sloan and um, uh, YB's 
Um, and they done an interview with Alhan on, I think, Plus 4-4. And on there, he's saying Bambino's name and A2 and E, and they're going to be up next. He even comes on camera as well. Because cause, cause because some people, people might be saying that with Bambino, he's only saying that because he fell out with him. Maybe there was some sort of altercation that we don't know about, you know what I mean? Mm. You can't fully... Th- because Sench ain't here, he can't, he can't talk. Yeah, that, obviously, so, you know Sench, I mean? he can't talk for himself, but there's a whole heap of other stories with other people as well. Like um, the other guy. What's his name? Um, him and Central C had a back and forth. Okay. Cairo Keys. Yeah, they're from the same ends too. And Cairo Keys apparently met Central C through Bambino. Okay. Yeah. And they had the same... It was the same thing. Apparently, their their whole thing is he's blown and he's snaking a man them. He sold them on a dream. But, then, but then he put on it for, for AT&T though. Yeah, but... RPF. Yeah, so. yeah. But then when I spoke to them, when I spoke to Bambino, the vibe that he's coming with is... The only reason why he's pushing A2 Ante is because he's put works on the roads, in it? And, like, he's known, in it? Mm. He's already got an audience. He's very known in the drill world, you know what I mean? He's got he's a, he's a well-known name, especially in West London, Shepherd's Bush. People know who A2 Ante is, you know what I mean? So it would make sense for them man, to push him already because he's already known out there. But, you know, with Cairo Keys and Bambino... Cairo Keys was already... He's a, I'll say he's a big guy. He's doing his thing. No, he's he's a known artist. He's doing his thing. I'll be honest. You see him performing at events here and there as well. Um, Cairo Keys. I'll be honest. I found out about Cairo Keys through the back and forth of Central Sea. Anyways, before that, I used to see him trending on Instagram. But in terms of listening to his music, I never knew any of his tunes. I only properly found out about him like when him and Central Sea were going back and forth, and they were, I think there was something that happened at Wireless. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I know of, um, Cara Keys. But, but I'll be honest, that, 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 I'm not here to hate. Congratulate, congratulations to, to Dave and Central C. Sprint Art is not a bad song. Sprint Art is a good song. It's not a shit song. It's very catchy. I can listen to that all day. But you telling me... Um, them getting number one in you know ten weeks straight is organic, or that happened organically. Do you believe that that was organic? Oh, or, or, I'm or say, was oh, that heavily influenced by say, by the machine that they're under? Well, I'm gonna say I'm surprised that Jay Huss and Jake didn't push them up down at least for a week or two. Okay, nice. let me let me ask you this: What other artist has been number one for more than four weeks straight recently? Recently, yeah, number one, yeah, four weeks, five weeks straight. Who's done that recently? I haven't done my research, but I don't think there has been an artist that's done that for four weeks. Are you talking about just about rap or other genres? No, rap, just rap in the UK. I don't think no other artist has has ever done four has weeks. ever done that. So, I don't remember. But, so, so uh. th- that's what I'm saying. Look at that. We've got Jay Huss, we have. Like, people like Burner Boy, all of the... And I'm not talking about UK artists. I'm talking about songs and artists that blow up in the UK. Yeah. They haven't even done number one four weeks or five weeks straight. So, these guys, they've managed to be number one ten weeks straight. Congratulations. But, listen, bro, there's times when I'm on YouTube and I'm playing my own playlist that I've created myself. Sprinter is not on that playlist. But guess what? 
I'm in the bath showering, I can hear Sprinter playing. Should you say it could be an ad, a YouTube ad? It's bro? not a YouTube ad. It's not a YouTube ad. Numerous amount of times, bro. It's not just when I'm in the shower, bro. I've got my own dedicated playlist on YouTube, yeah? When I'm, when, when, when I'm listening to music, Sprinter comes on. And it's not just Sprinter. Heady One released a tune recently. He is not on my playlist. His new tune came on my playlist more than twice. It's not organic at the end of the day. Congratulations, as I said, I'm not a hater. But let's, let's, let's say, let, let's tell it for what it really is. You know what I mean? It is not organic. It is heavily influenced by a machine that they're backed by. And that's how the music industry goes. There's you nothing to, it's not to lie. This brings me up. It's not, it's not to like, you know, hide or, or be shameful about it. It's the truth. Everyone this, knows this. This brings me up to another topic. Because recently I've been talking to my friend and he's a producer and he, he's been telling me that with, when it comes to being a rapper, mm. a, a UK rapper, it's, mm. you can't really be independent and blow. Mm. And I was, I was, I was questioning that because I'm thinking, surely that guy's at AJ, he's, he's blowing up independent. I think Digger for point. AJ's with a label. He's, I swear he came up as independent though. They first come up as independent when they do, when they was doing the Graham MC thing. But then they, they end up getting signed and then they start getting pushed. Because then, because I'm trying to, Rimsy, I think he's independent. Uh, yeah, he, he is to an extent. I did see, though, one of his tunes that he released recently was released under a label. Listen, I'll be honest, let me tell you this, yeah? A lot of artists, yeah, because one thing that labels have um, started to realise is a lot of artists that come with this whole independent approach, they end up doing a lot better than certain artists that are signed. So what they'll do is they'll make them look like they're independent, but really and truly they're not. Because do you think do you think that UK rappers can blow up, that make a living from music mm. and be independent? Do you think that's possible right now? Yeah, there's, there's artists out there, they've got their own core cool fan base, they make a living off of music. Uh, and, and they're Arthur, independent. Adds, he has a proper good fan base. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, listen, there, there's a lot of UK artists out there. there listen, a lot of UK artists out there right now that, that are releasing music, they're well-known, they've been in the game for quite a long time. They're independent and they're making a lot of money individually. I, I think I even heard Chip say um, that he's independent now and he's even making more money than he was when he was signed. Yeah, cause obviously Chip is Chip. His fan base is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, he's a household name. He's a legend. So, I remember when I heard people like Chip or people like that, that, you know, they've got their own fan base and their fan base is loyal and they're consistent with deliver delivering quality music. Their fans are always going to put money in their pocket. They're always going to be able to do shows because they know people are going to turn up. They know certain venues are going to get sold out. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can make a living as an independent artist in the UK. And um, what's your, uh, you know, I didn't even think about touch on the, on this, but what's your take on the drill scene right now, too? Um, like a lot of people are saying the drill thing's tired, it's, tired it's falling now. off. That the New York guys are doing it better now. Even that, even the New York drill thing, that's falling off as well. You think? Yeah, it's not as hot as it used to be. I think New York drill reached its peak when pop smoke was about. Ooh. Yeah, once Pop Smoke left, um, RIP Pop Smoke every single time. But once he left, then it was Fivio Foreign. 
that was um, the, the kind of face of New York drill. You had people like little TJ and um, who are these other guys? You've got that K-Flock and that you've K-Flock. Who's those two, two little ones but from Sugar aren't those aren't those guys, they take inspiration from people like Pop Smoke, don't they? No. I was, I the whole flow and sound is Pop, Pop Smoke sound. He's the first one to start that whole sound and wave. Yes, I'll, because I'll say some of, some of them take it inspiration. The whole from sturdy, uh, skip roll, let's jump on our, come on, bro. Because I'll say a lot of them, I'll say they take, New York guys, they take like, a lot of influence from us guys, from the, the UK. Yeah, but we when Pop Smoke first came about with his drill sound, he changed the game. He changed, changed the, the game, game, and I think people from the UK started to copy his whole wave. 100%. Like, you even see people in the UK doing the whole, uh, you know, the dance that he does and that. I started to see people doing that on Drill Tunes. I think, do you know what it is? I think the reason why UK Drill fell off is because US Drill went on a rise. People started seeing how lit it was. People started copying that. And then people in the UK started copying it. And they lost the essence of actual UK Drill. Mm-hmm. You see, the essence of UK Drill was people like, one one fifty six seven, um, CT, uh, CT um, uh, you got Both BT B. and Rendo, oh, uh, yeah. um, AM, AM and Skengdo, um, uh, people like uh, who else? Like you got people like um, CB, or- Young Diz, uh, Young Diz, YCB, C one C one. He's coming up right now. He's bubbling right now. Um, he's he's bringing that he's bringing the old draw back C one he's doing his thing right now still big up C one um, who else bro I, th- I think Rush his draw Ru- shit back oh in the Rush day is old good. like look see remember S one he, he he actually fucked up his opportunity he could have been he could have been that central C level in my opinion yeah so. yeah like Definitely. like obviously the old Digger D um, but Digger D very versatile. He's someone that you know you can you can dive into different sounds, you know what I mean? He doesn't need to just rely on draw. He can he can actually rap that dude. Um But yeah man, that that old UK essence of draw, that that was that's been washed away. And each time you hear a, a draw tune from the UK, it's man that are just rapping on skip rope type of flows. It sounds very childish. That remix drill. Yeah, it sounds very childish. It does. And I'm not just talking about the beat. I'm talking about the flow that people are rapping in. When you listen to, like, the way they sound, it's like... I'm trying to... No, no, no. And it's like... Brother. I'll be honest. Anyone today could just put on a belly and just start spitting bars. That's how easy it is. Drill, you don't need to be talented. You don't need to not spit bars, bro. Like it just sounds so kiddy, and I think TikTok has got a big part to play in that. But do you? But then again, do you? Because I feel like if say you're a young drill rapper right now and you're trying mm. to blow up, wouldn't you want to follow that Rush's example? Because he's changed up, changed it up. It might not be everyone's cup of tea anymore. It might be that microwave music, but I don't even think no. Russ, Russ does like he does like commercial type of drill. He do, and I don't. I wouldn't even. Uh, because Russ even put out a tune the other day. I wouldn't even class that as uh, as drill. Because uh... the a lot of the tunes that Russ makes, like it's a lot, like you just want to dance to it. I wouldn't class it as drill. I'll be honest. 
Right now, Russ, is, Russ Millions is not a draw artist to me. The tunes that he makes, they're good. I'm not saying he's shit. He, he's got good... The, the tunes he's released are good tunes. I'm not going to cap. They're tunes you can listen to. I heard... I played... There's a tune that he released the other day. Yeah? Um, and I was playing it in my yard. And I was like, you know what? This, this tune, it's a good tune. Like, I think he's got his own label as well. That, uh, yeah, one man. of a kind. Yeah, he's yeah. got his own label. So obviously... I know you have some sort of relationship with Octavian. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, how did that come about, firstly? Um, so yeah, big up Octavian every single time, man. Um, but yeah, um, Octavian, basically, the way I um, got into communication with him was when I first started um, doing my Twitter spaces, I went viral from the get-go. Yeah. The first space I've done, it went viral. I had the Premier League, I had Joe Willock, Eddie Nketia, um I had uh, Reese Nelson, uh, Trevor Chaloba, Chunks, Yanomize, um, um, just a lot of big people on the internet. They, they was all tuned in. I think there was about 5,000, 6,000 people listening in live. I think it might have been like 1 o'clock in the morning. And they was all listening in to just me talk to myself. <laughs> and like, ever since then, every single space I would do, they would all go viral. So I think what happened is he started to hear what was going on. And at that time, um, because obviously what happened, the news that broke out, um, I don't think people was trying to give him a voice where he could say whatever he wanted to say. And you see with me, like we said earlier, I'm unhinged. I'll do the fuck. I want. I'm a risk taker, bro. Definitely. If people want to cancel me, I don't give a fuck, bro. You can't be cancelled if you don't care, man. Yeah, bro. I seriously couldn't care. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, with everything that's out there in the media, there's no real evidence to prove that whatever they're saying, he's done. So who am I to judge a man and say, you know what, I'm not going to give you a platform to come and say whatever you want to say. You know what I mean? So... Obviously, he came in contact with me. Um, he, I think he knew someone that knew me. And the guy reached out to me saying, oh, you know, Octavian wants to speak to you. And I was like, Octavian? They were like, yeah, Octavian, he wants to chat to you still. So I think numbers were passed and we was talking on the phone. And I think we was talking for about half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. And he was just telling me his whole story about everything that's happened to him and how he just wants to speak and try and clear his name because he's saying that, you know, it's all cat. And listen, these type of stories, it's not the first time we've heard this. We hear this a lot. And at the end of the day, this subject is a very serious topic. Definitely. Yeah, like, I'm just putting this out. I definitely don't agree with domestic violence. I don't push domestic violence. I'm not taking no one's side. I'm not taking Octavian's side. I'm not taking... Uh, the girl's side that's accused him because I've even spoken to the ex-girlfriend as well, innit? And I'm going to be totally honest, I'm not taking anyone's side, but one thing I will say, I definitely don't tolerate that and I don't stand with that. I don't tolerate with people lying on domestic violence and I don't tolerate people that commit domestic violence, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, who am I to say, like, I can't hear my man's side of the story? If everyone has given the girl a platform to speak, I'm pretty sure we would want to hear what my man has to say as well. You can't, we can't live in a world where someone just uh, accuses someone of something 
mm. and then automatically they're found guilty. No, you like, know, because with that type of, even with that whole like Me Too stuff, obviously, as she said, I don't, you know what I mean? Mm. But it's like with this whole Me Too stuff and believable women, with that shit, it's like it's a, it's a very deep spiral because now mm. maybe you. Maybe a, like a police officer could look at you like, oh, you're black, mate. Mm. It's like, no, I think he's guilty. Let's arrest him type shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't and, do and, that, bro. And, and it spirals and eventually will become like China. Yeah, so listen, like, listen, just that whole theory, that whole way of thinking, it's not normal. You can't think like that. Oh, because I've accused him, it's true. He has to get, no, it don't work like that. You need hard, you need real evidence to prove someone has done something so you can be like you know what you've done this there's evidence so you're this and yeah you're done so obviously yeah i spoke to octavian um he told me his whole thing and he's just saying obviously i've seen that you've been going viral on twitter in it like every, a lot of people have been talking to you about me and i've listened into your show a couple of times and i find you entertaining as well and i just wanted to ask if i can come on your show and if we can just have a chat so i can just speak my truth from my side of the story uh, my side of the story to the listeners um, and just give them my side of things in it because at the end of the day everyone in the media has been giving my ex-girl all the attention every single platform and stage and no one has given me any sort of outlet or stage or platform to say my piece and then I was like you know what bro listen this is going to be risky I'm probably going to get so much backlash they're probably going to try to cancel me but you know what I'm a risk taker I don't really give a fuck so you know what cool and I'm a big fan of Mama's music. Like, one thing we need to talk about is, before any of this happened, when Octavian was doing his thing, he was probably one of the top artists. Because his whole wave, no one was doing that. He is a very talented and unique artist. I would put him in the same box as, like, Skepta, in terms of creativity. Uh, them, in terms of music as an artist, you know what I mean? Like, in terms of the music that they do and, like, the talent and the ability they have and the creativity they have, Octavian is a very unique and talented artist. And a lot of artists like that, we don't have that in the UK. Like, he's, I think he's a diamond in the dirt, Octavian, in it, in terms of his music ability, in it. But, yeah, man, I just brought him on the show. I, I, I remember I announced the show on Twitter. Um, I think after 20 minutes... I had, I think, over a hundred people say that they're going to attend. So I knew this one was going to go viral already. Definitely. I knew it was going to go viral. And then a lot of people were talking about it. I was getting a lot of messages, a lot of phone calls. You're getting Octavian on. I was like, yeah, bro, I'm getting them on, innit? And they was like, bro, be careful, innit? And I was like, you know what, listen, I'll do what I want, innit? And then we had them on and what happened, happened. Mm. I just ended up waking up the following morning. My phone, 100 messages, like 20, 30 missed calls. My Instagram notifications are going crazy. I go on Instagram, I'm on Shadeborough, bro. Mm -hmm. oh, Shout out Shadeborough. Octavian and Az on Shadeborough. Bruv, I had family members call my mum from Germany, from Ghana, Brand. telling me, I'm seeing your son on Shadeborough. Like, he's going viral, bruv. My mum called me, bro. She's telling me, what are you doing on Twitter? I'm like, what? What do you mean? She's like, oh, we're getting family members calling saying that you're going viral on Twitter. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, no, I interviewed an artist. Now, I just had to explain myself. It was crazy, bro. Yeah, you, yeah that was mad. That was a mad one still. 
So, you know what? From your verdict, do you believe... What do you think actually happened between them two? From the sounds of it, I feel as if they was both just a toxic couple, innit? And I don't think they was right for each other. And I think it got so toxic to the point where they were just trying to find ways to get each other out of it. Because when I was hearing some of the stories, I remember I spoke to Octavian and he was telling me stories about, um, you know, Virgil Abloh? Yeah. The, the guy that um, he owns of white, RIP to Virgil. Um, he, he gifted him a uh, one-of-a-kind rare LV, um, I think it was ring, or I think it was an LV ring or chain. Yeah, I think it was a ring. It was a one-of-a-kind. Yeah, he gifted it to him. His girl stole it from him. Then they had a dog together. Apparently, the girl had such like a, a very tight relationship with the dog. She was saying he took the dog away from her and then used the dog as the album cover to mentally, um, uh, mentally abuse her. That's what she was in. You know what I mean? It's just tit for tat. No, I... I think, you know what I mean? So I think, I, I'll be honest, I just think it was just a toxic relationship. And um, it got to a point where they were just trying to get each other out of it. But more so to the point where she went and put everything out there and, you know, whatever happened, happened, didn't it? You've done a couple of tracks before. Mm. I know you have a song about Octavian. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Obviously, because listen, I'm not a musician. I'm not an artist. I'll never be a musician. I'll never release music because that's not me. In life, everyone knows what they're good at and what they're not good at. But I love music, innit? It's just something there for the archives to be like, you know what, I've got a tune with my man. My, Octavian's a superstar, you know what I mean? Like, this guy's got tunes with Future, he's got tunes, he's got tunes with um, all the biggest artists in the world, you know what I mean? And I'm a fan of my man's music. So, you know what, when he gave me a verse, I was like, you know what, cool, my man's giving me a verse, let me just make a track. That's just there for the archives, you know what I mean? Definitely. It ended up getting, le getting leaked on the internet, um, funny enough, by someone, someone ended up leaking it, and that wasn't even the official version. That was just like a Rebel version that they leaked. They leaked what? it on a different beat. So are you looking to like start dropping properly you now? Nah, nah. Like, I dropped a diss track, but that weren't serious. So I dropped a, a, a diss track because a lot of people, they've been chatting shit. So I felt as if, you know what, let me drop a diss track and let me start addressing a lot of these guys in it on a track. Because that could be if you could drop like a imagine say you you blow up properly you know mm. I'd, if someone's pissing you off you can if poet pisses you off you can go to the <laughs> studio <laughs> drop a diss track and then he, ha oh, he has God. to respond and you know what i mean it makes I'll be, sense i'll be honest listen you see one thing i've realized is a lot of youtubers yeah when they reach a certain stage they start doing music as well you know what i'm never ever gonna say never maybe if i get to that level and it makes sense, then yeah, me dropping music and proper disc tunes and all of that, like what Swarms is doing now. Like he's making diss tracks for all the opponents that he's fighting. It's very smart. It's a very smart thing for him to do. So, you know what? When we get to that level, God willing, then yeah, why not? If it makes sense, then we'll do it. I've done it already. I'm not an artist. People know that, but in the future, I'll never say never, innit? So firstly, with the gram scene, do you feel like the... 
the gram scene's dead. Do you think it's dead mm. right now? So, yeah, okay. To your average music listener, yes, gram, gram is dead. We're not going to sit here and beat around the bush. We're not going to lie, all right? To your average music listener that listens to urban black music in the UK, if you're going to ask them what, what gram is, I'm pretty sure half of them are going to be like, what the hell is gram? Because it's just not the music of today. It's not the music of the youth. The youth determine what is lit. The youth determine what is popular. Because whether you like it or, the, or, or not, the youth kind of run the culture. They're the most influential people. Mm. All the young kids, they all look up to the coolest new young rappers. They're the ones that run the scene in terms of what is new and what's going to be lit. You know what I mean? So... In terms of gram, gram's just not the music of today. Not, none of the, the youngers or the youth or the current youth of today are listening to gram. Gram has turned into a, an underground niche sub-genre. Okay. It's a very niche genre. It's a little sub-genre, you know what I mean? Where there's a small sector of people that listen to it. It's, it's, uh, so it, it, in terms of is gram dead? Yeah, in today's day, gram is dead. Do you think it can make a comeback though? Um, yeah, potentially, Cause potentially. Because, for, like, guys like AJ and even Stormzy, he came up on Gram. Yeah. And obviously, he's, they've switched up their style now, but mm. if they decided, you know what, I'm going to only do Gram music from now on. It wouldn't make sense for them. Because don't you think they could change the culture that way? They've got the influence to, but it wouldn't make sense for them. A lot of artists use Gram as a stepping stone. I don't think a lot of artists have any emotional connection to the gram genre. They just use it as a stepping stone to get to where they're getting to. You know what I mean? Mm. And a lot of artists, they have used gram as a stepping stone. E.g. Dave, e.g. Stormzy. Ooh, yeah, Dave as well, yeah, I remember. Like, Dave used to be a gram MC, can you imagine? Like, remember, who remember? Go, remember. go, you Thiago know what I mean? Silver. Yeah, you see? Mm. All these guys that you've mentioned, Dave and... AJ Tracy and um, Stormzy, it wouldn't make them any sense. It would make no sense for them to do Gram today. Because surely they can like, just literally change the whole culture and make it popular again. They can change the culture and make it popular again. But remember, these guys are big artists that are ran through big labels. What are record labels there to do? Release music that's going to make the most money as possible. There's, it wouldn't make sense for them to, re- for, for them to go and release a Gram dub. It's going to make no money. Definitely, yeah. I hear what you're saying on that one. I hear what you're saying. But I'll be honest, I've said this before, but for Graham to be relevant again, without using these big artists, they need to change the face of Graham. I remember you used to talk about yeah. that, because Wiley's yeah. the face of but the, Wiley is but, still the face of Graham. But, and I'm not hating on Wiley. Me and Wiley, we've had our beefs and our back and forth. If you go on the internet, it's, it's there, isn't it? At the end of the day, Wiley was the, the first ever artist to ever reach out to man. You know what I mean? So big up Wiley every single time. But in terms of Graham, for it to flourish, the guys that are at the forefront of Graham, a lot of them are old men, bro. So what young guy is that going to be like? Like, how is that going to be appealing? When you're seeing a bunch of old dusty guys, bro. 
Go into the gram scene and look at a lot of the guys. You've got people like Soul Large um, that's doing his thing. They're trying to bring back the nice, clean, proper, lavish type of um, hard essence into Graham. You know what I mean? He's trying to really clean up. Big up Soul Large, innit? But other than that, when you look into the Graham scene right now, you've got Soul Large, you've got P Money. Um, but other than that, it's just full of grown, old, dusty guys, bro. That chat shit on Twitter all day. They don't do nothing. They smoke weed all day. Um, and they just chat shit. That's all they do. They come on the internet chatting shit to me. They want to be people like me on, on Twitter all day. A lot of these people, they're dissing me on their tunes. Like, Wiley's little brother. He's, he's making tunes dissing me on his tunes. Saying my name, dissing me on his tunes. And then I've got all these other little MCs that, that want to be dissing me on their tracks. They're thinking they're going to get clout from me. Alright, cool, I see what you're doing, but you're just contradicting yourself. Don't you think? If there's a rapper that is saying on, on the socials, yeah, that you're just a burner account, you're irrelevant, your opinion don't hold weight, but each time I give my opinion, you're upset and pissed off. To the point where you're even going out of your way to waste your own studio time to say my name and diss me on your dead tune. Don't you think, like... You're just contradicting everything you're saying. I hear you. But, but, you know, I feel like we need guys like you in the UK scene. Because America mm. has that. They have guys like academics and mm. shit. They'll comment and they'll just say shit. They'll say their mind. Mm. And it is what it is over there. But mm. here it's like, I don't, whether it's people are scared to do it or maybe it's pe- people have fragile egos and whatnot. Yeah, people, pe- people are scared. Do you know what it is? Um, I got at a lot of the music bloggers and do you know what it is? A lot of the music bloggers, once I started popping off, a lot of them started hating. A lot of them. It, like, hating to the point where they would come and just give me hate on Twitter. You know what I mean? They would at me, they would come and speak to me on Spaces saying, oh, you're this and you're that. Like, you're not going to get... no." I, brother, I had beef with Complex UK. No. <laughs> That's Even complex. complex UK, they was beefing me. Can you imagine? All because I'm giving my opinion. I'm getting some guy called JP uh, saying, oh, you're never going to get anywhere. Like, bro, why are you watching me? Why are these men so... Like, do you know where it is? I got invited to go Warner... Um, was, I got invited to go... Uh, where was it? Warner Music Group in Kensington High Street. Someone invited me to come down there, innit? I posted the picture of me there at the label. The, the picture went viral. I started seeing all these people tweeting, all these people tweeting me, quote tweeting the picture. And they were just all, a lot of them were hating. And a lot of the people that were hating were people that are in the industry. People that are doing similar things to what I'm doing. They're hating because I've gotten this far off of me giving my opinion on Twitter. And they've been doing whatever they're doing for so long. And they've realised that really and truly they're not getting anywhere. They're not really making much money out of it too. No, because I feel, I feel like I like your approach. That your approach to shit will mm. actually make the UK music industry way better, man. Mm. No, it will because the a lot of these music bloggers, Young Tef, he made a tweet. He tweeted a tweet a couple of weeks back. Oh, I, no, I remember that. And he was basically saying how UK music bloggers like they're not really as truthful as they should be, and they're they're not honest with a lot of people, a lot of artists. They like to um, 
they don't they, they like to hide from the truth because they want to please people and they want to make sure a lot of the artists that they have relationships with they're happy so they don't say the truth at the end of the day i've got a lot of relationships i've got a good relationship with crepton conan i've got a good relationship with some of jay hustle's people and i've got a good relationship with skepta and his people but at the end of the day even when i met skepta i told him like we can be cool but if you release something meaty bro or shit i'm gonna say your shit i'm gonna still do my job i don't care that's what i'm here to do i'm here to say the truth if something that you've put out is shit and it's meaty, you could, we could be best friends, bro. I'm still going to go on camera and say, you know what, the project that you dropped, even though we're bros, it is shit. Because I'm just going against what I say I do, given a harsh reality, just given the, 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 the reality of, of what I'm seeing. And the reality of the music industry, I'm, I'm giving it. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you are, bro. Like, you can't run from the smoke. And I'm not here to say I'm a troll or I'm a hater. No, because I'm here to also praise good music. You could be someone that I hate, bro. I could hate your guts. But if your music bangs, I will go on camera and say, you know what, I don't like this guy. But I can't sit here and say his music is shit. His music is actually very good. And yes, I will buy it. I'll pay. I'll pay my own money, put my own money in his pocket and pay for his music. Because he's releasing good music. And that's my whole thing, bro. And a lot of these music bloggers that are in the industry and that are in the game right now, a lot of them, they're not even doing enough, if I'm totally honest. A lot of these people, they don't, their work rate, and you know what, just the whole music industry in general, the work rate here compared to the work rate in America is not the same level, bro. America, the work rate is crazy. Them guys, I'm telling you now, They'll work day and night, day and night. The work rate is crazy. They're chasing the bag constantly. Over here, it's all about let's go events, let's have a good time. You just see everyone at industry events, but their pockets aren't, aren't full. Their pockets are empty. They're even looking at their account. Can they pay rent this week? Honestly, that's why you see me, I'm, I'm all about chasing the bag. And for me to get the bag... I need to build my own empire. And a lot of these people in the music industry, specifically these music uh, bloggers, what they're looking for, they're looking for a job in the industry. They want a job in the industry. That's what they want. Nah, I see what you're saying with that one. They don't want to be... Independent. Independent where the industry comes to them. They want to be in the industry and have a job. But they don't know that with you having a job... You're controlled in a sense. You're controlled in a sense, and there's no um, there's no guarantee to anything. You could be replaced. You could just have a, a time span of a year. The company might let you go. You might not be popping or relevant anymore. When you're independent and you have your own empire, the company, they want money from your pockets. You have the algorithm. You've got the fan base. They want a piece of your pie. And that's what a lot of people in the UK don't understand. That's why people like Philly, uh, Chunks, um, Harry Pinero, they're as big as they are and they're cutting big deals because they've built their own platform to the point where the industry is coming to them and they're giving them, they're booking them and paying them and giving them big massive checks to come and partner up with them. And that's the position I want to be in. Definitely. I don't want to be working for peanuts. 
Or for free. And then they're offering you Sainsbury's branded teas and biscuits as refreshment for lunch. (laughs) Love it, bro. Sainsbury's... Brother, Sainsbury's branded, not even uh, not even McVitie's. <laughs> Sainsbury's branded digestives. Oh, come on, bro. Come on, bro. I What's think, going on? Because I do think, you know, because I I do think uh, I feel like being independent when it comes to the, the blogging shit it makes the most sense, man. Yeah, it really does. Because you're in control of everything you put out. You, you can control... say what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, when yeah. You, you don't have someone saying, oh, we can't do that because it's bad for business. He won't post on our platform. Mm. If he's, you know what I mean? It, you're just not going to be yourself. And the, the, your viewers, your fans, they'll see it through the camera that this guy, he's a bit censored. He's, you can tell everything is controlled. He's not really freely being himself. You know what I mean? So what's your thoughts on the Mizzy and Skits? Skits and Mizzy. What do you think about their whole situation? Uh, By the way, Skits interviews out now. Um, Mizzy and Skits, um, I've already, I've given my opinion on that whole, uh, that whole, whatever that is, whatever they're attempting to do, I'll be honest, um, my opinion on that, I think they've, they, they, they had the windows closed for whatever they're trying to do. Do you think? Whatever they're trying to do, the windows closed. Because I think with, with Mizzy, I to be fair, he didn't capitalise as he he done his thing, but he didn't capitalise enough. He should have done merch. He should have he should have went to every single person's interview and charged a bill, mm. and just to get his name. Mm. In, you know what I mean? Do you know Do you know what it is? I think he didn't have anyone to go and manage him and teach him the ropes now to really do it properly. He had Andrew Tate on on the phone though. Yeah, but I'm um, hearing even that he burnt the bridge on live camera Must and he all of that. burnt the bridge with Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah, apparently he rejected them and dissed them on live stream and shit. And like even I think them podcasters from America they try. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Gideon. Yeah, and Sir Gideon. Sneakle. Yeah. Sneak up, they all try to get him in and bring him in, and he dissed them live on camera as well. Like, he said, No, I don't need you, man. I'm doing my own thing. And he's released a tune, it's got 150k views. No, he, he released thought... two things he done one thing with skits that's on 140k, mm-hmm. and he done a solo that's on like 300. Someone like him, you'd have thought it was going to get millions of views. No, no? but 300k views it isn't bad. On another platform, not his platform. A lot, there's a lot of big rappers that can't. No, no, no. But someone like that. him, you would have thought he would have done it on his own YouTube channel. True. Put it all out. You, you see what bro, I'm saying? You don't have a YouTube channel, though. That's the thing. Yeah. You probably well, should have done that on Skits' channel. Mm. But yeah. You see, this is what I'm saying. They don't have the right thinking. I don't know the way he's moving on socials, constantly just. Um, saying he's not going to do it and then doing it again and again no, and again. Because with him, I feel like, like he, he said knows he... how to get attention, isn't it? For yeah. example, with the whole for smashing up the shop, they paid the shopkeeper. They mm. went video, they said they paid him like a few bills to smash up the shop. Mm. You know what I mean? And as well as that, Did... even this is shit we've seen recently with him being in South End and in Oxford Street with what's been going on there. I think he's probably, he went there on purpose because he knows it's going to go on the, on the sun. Yeah, Twitter, but you know do you know what it is? I don't even think the newspapers are even talking about him anymore. He hasn't really done anything. He just like uh, well, I'm on Twitter, right? I see him constantly getting stopped by police in Oxford Street. He went South End and got stopped by police. 
that's all I'm seeing. I'll be honest, people are, I think people are just they're, they're they're just tired of him with the police. They're tired of seeing him getting arrested with the police. Like he went and said he's not gonna break into anyone's house anymore. He done it again. No, but that, that was a and, stunt, though. That was a stunt, but he still went and done it. Like you know what I mean. And at the same time, it's like, bro, like you're coming on the internet telling people this is an illusion and all of that. Like, brother, he looks embarrassing, bro, and he, he sounds pathetic, fam. I get it. Yes, you're doing this whole thing, but he's right. It's gotten to the point where it's just annoying to look at now. Okay. I don't think people find him. Into, I think people find it annoying. You know what? Because I actually want him to win. I can't. Like... I did. I did. At the beginning, I was like, you know what? If you do this the right way, people in America are doing what you're doing. If you do it the right way, you'll blow. He's rubbed himself out. He's okay. just rubbed himself out. I'll be honest, bro. Like, I hope the best for him. Yeah? I can't ever knock down another local uh, black brother in it. You know what I mean? I can't do that. But at the same time, like... It's his approach. I think he, he needs to get a manager, bro. Brother, I interviewed this guy. The guy is getting managed by his friends, bro. No, you know, he needs someone with at least some level of industry experience. Yeah, thing, because man. I'll be honest, he, he's been on ZZ's channel. He's, uh, he's, been, with, he's been on Piers Morgan. Um, you know what I mean? He's known, isn't it? Yeah. People are going to know who he is. But is he going to be a moment or is he going to be here for longevity? With him, he just needs to find a way to get monetized, do some content. He's banned on every single social media except for Twitch. And Twitch, everyone is moving off of Twitch. They're going on to kick. Because I think the the best bet for him is to somehow get around the the whole demonetization thing Mm. and and switch to streaming, music, just content creation type Mm. of thing. And, and merchandise, and that's about it. Because all I'm seeing... I don't know, he's just rubbed himself out. He's rinsing himself out. With the, the, the approach he's coming with, he's just rinsing himself out. Mm. He's just doing the same thing over and over and over again, and he's posting the same things over and over again. And it's like, it's just annoying now. And someone like him, I really was hoping that, you know, he could do something for him. But I'll be honest, man, like, you Does know... I, I, I don't know, man. I think the window's closed for him. I've said it on another podcast. I think the window's seriously closed. The independent route, he's got no other choice. But the only way he would have really got to where he was getting to, on the right track, in, uh, in, in a good space and amount of time, was through linking up with Andrew Tate and uh, Gideon and them American YouTubers. I was, because I think I, with Andrew Tate thing, he, I don't think he said... Any, because with him... I. The only thing about him, I don't know what his MO is, what his end goal is. The, his end goal is because basically Andrew Tate is smart. He's very smart. At the end of the day, all these social media guys, they need to align themselves with anything Jeez. and everything that is hot and trending on social media, especially someone like Mizzy. Now, Andrew Tate, what does Andrew Tate do? Andrew Tate's whole thing is how do you want to be an ideal man? He basically teaches guys on how to level up and how to be an alpha male, all of that. We're going to get onto that shit, though. We're going to get onto that. Even that, it's just hilarious. We'll get onto that. His whole thing, his whole message is, I am an alpha male and I'm here to teach all these other men how to become alpha males. That's his whole thing. Mm. So what he would have done is right now he's on the news because these girls tried to cancel him by saying that apparently... Um, he what, what what did they say? Um, human trafficking or something. Human trafficking, 
and apparently they said that he did. Did they say anything on the lines of? Um, I think. Uh, I think. So basically, Tristan and the two girls, they have human trafficking charge, charges, and Andrew has human trafficking and our charge. There you go. And then they've also tried to leak certain videos and footage, like, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like what he would have, what he would have done. And obviously they're out of prison now. They've been, get, are they on bail or have they been uh, found innocent? No, no. So, so they're on bail. So they're free to do whatever, but they can't leave the country. Mm, That's it. Okay. So, um, basically, what Andrew Tate would have done with Mizzy is he would have used Mizzy as an example to show that what he's doing is, is he's actually out here trying to improve people's lives. Mm. So, let me bring this. Um, unruly, unhinged, single mother home, um, uh, young black, black from boy Hackney. from Hackney. Um, let me take him in and let me teach him how to be a responsible, um, nice, um, law-abiding, and just someone that people would want to look up to. Someone like to turn him into... Um, just turn him into something that someone would that, that that young boys or just men in general or just people in society look up to. Let me transform him into a new different type of male. That's what Andrew Tate would have done, and he would use that as his whole image uh, to, to to show that he's to, not a danger. Yeah, mm. yeah. That actually he's improving people's lives. He's not really a danger to men or to society because a lot of people are trying to push this image that Andrew Tate is trying to. Uh, brainwash young boys and young but men's you minds know what, and all with of that. Andrew Tate, like I, I fuck with him. I'll say. Don't I don't really him. watch Andrew Tate, so I don't really know what he talks about. I I'll, just know he's on this whole uh, self improvement, alpha male type of. The only thing that's uh, somewhat dangerous is that when he jokes, he sounds serious. Mm. And so, if you're like 15, 14, you won't really understand his that sarcasm. Yeah, so that's you won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. That is true. Because to, to a 15 or 14 year old, you'll think he's being serious and you might act on what he's saying, even though he's joking. But I th- I'll say, back to the Mizzy situation, I feel like he... I don't know, man. I, just, I, wanted, I, I really want to see him win, but he just needs to do something drastic, get attention, capitalise What on. do you mean by drastic? Drastic? What, do something crazy again? I'll say he can orchestrate it to make it look crazy, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think people are just tired of him doing a prank. Don't get me wrong. People always shit, like bro. to see pranks, but because you know what he's he's he already has the connection. Do you know what you should do? Interviews. Do you know what you should do? Bro. Do you know what you should do? Mm. I, no, him interviewing people. He could. No, Mizzy. Bro, it, it, Mizzy is get, a prankster. A TikTok prankster. If, if he gets his act right, he could do interviews or some sort of content with people. Why would anyone want to listen to Mizzy? At least content. People? At least content, bro. Even if it's not nah, be content. Nah, like, that's not going to get nowhere. I'll be honest. Mizzy came in as a TikTok prankster. Mm. Do you know what Mizzy should do? He should do them YouTube pranks. You know when people go to the shopping centres? But the CBO, uh, he, he still has a CBO. So you can't go into like Tesco or Sainsbury's? Uh, so, so he can't film people without uh, their permission. So even if it... Yeah, but that's like your average YouTuber though, isn't it? Mm. Obviously, you, uh, your average YouTuber, they don't need their permission. But mm. if a guy says, don't put that on YouTube, on camera, they can't put it on. No, in public, in legal, legally in the UK... In, in a public area, mm-hmm. you can film whatever you want in a public oh. area. Okay, then, well, he can still do it with their permission, though. 
Yeah, so I, this, the only he's probably gonna have to find a good workaround with that. No, no, no. So what he's, what he'll do is he'll film them, and then after he'll tell them it's a prank, and he'll ask them, "Can I pull it up on YouTube?" But that's gonna take a lot of effort because not. Uh, that's what he. That's, that's the, the only, only way. way he has though. That's the only way. Is if he wants to carry on doing this thing, but let's be real, he's so big to the point where I don't think he'll be able to get a job. Mm, People will remember that. this. His government name is out there. People will remember this, unless he moves country. It's all over the but, world. But Come even, on. bro, even Dubai people like Dubai news or sending them. You see, he's known all over the world, mate. So. I don't know. It's going to be difficult for him, isn't it? I just hope he does well. He finds a way and he capitalizes on it. But um, I don't know, man. I think he's missed a window and he's he's um, burnt too many bridges with the right people in in the type of industry he's trying to get into. Would you um do you hear about Adam Twenty Two situation with his wife Lena the Flower? Yeah, Adam Twenty Two is a weirdo. Cause, but Adam like, Adam Twenty Two he works in the porn industry, doesn't he? Uh yeah. Adam Twenty Two is a white guy from America. Yeah, he let's be real, he looks like a weirdo. Let's be honest, he does. He's he's built his name, brand, and wealth off of diving into the black community. Basically doing the same thing that Vlad does. Mm. But I was, this guy, he has no morals. Let's be real. He doesn't care. He's just chasing that bag. He's or... The guy, he doesn't care. He's got no morals. He'll do anything for money. He's one of them guys. And he proved it with letting his wife get him piped out by this big famous porn star of a 4K, bro. And then he's on camera. Do you know what he's doing? He's pimping out his wife, bro. That's what he's doing. The guy's a pimp. What do you think about King Richie's? Cause um he's a joke, man. I've said Cause you know what? I, I know someone. Shout out my guy China, but obviously yeah, big uh, up China. He's big me up on socials. I know him. Big him up. So China after after the fight he's having, he's so got a he fight. Went, he, yeah, he's a box a boxing match. Yeah. Fucking hell, he's, he's, he said he wants to fight King Richie's. So who do you think's gonna win in that in that battle? But aren't they cool? No, they're not cool. I don't think they're cool. There was a podcast where them and were linking up. Yeah, and no, that. but that was time ago. They're, they're not cool no more. Okay. Because uh, uh, apparently King Richie's blocked him and that, uh, and was just like, yeah, you, know you know what, what? I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm with China. I'm with China on that one. I don't rate that King Richie's guy. He's a clown. How come? So what makes you say that? The guy's a joke, man, bro. What do you mean? It's all there. It's all on the internet. The guy's a joke, man. How can, bro? How can? Uh, how old is that one, E Jenny lady? She's, she's, she's an elder woman. Elderly woman. How can an elderly woman, and there's nothing taken away from women or elderly women, yeah? YouTube is a space for everyone. Mm. Anyone can make it on there. But you, the way you've been talking about yourself, claiming, oh, if you want to be like me, you, you know the way he talks in his videos. I don't even watch my man like that. It's just whenever... You know them odd Friday or Saturday nights mm. when you're not out and you just Good need something to... Yeah, and you're on YouTube and you see this idiot chatting shit. Oh, if you want to be someone like me, if you want to be big like me... What? Brother, let me tell you this, bro. No one wants to be you, I'll tell you that. This guy thinks he's Peng, he thinks he's this, he thinks he's that. You know what, cool? You know what? Listen, self-love, innit? Do you, innit? Right, cool. But, bro, this guy talks like he is an alpha male. 
This guy, the way he talks and you know what it is? You see, in this relationship world, yeah, mm. these guys, what their job is to basically talk as if they're alpha males mm. and you don't want to be like them. So you get but, the views, yeah, sell courses. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, they're here to try and teach guys on how to self-improve. But they will never come out and say, I'm an alpha male and people want to be like me. Because they know they're not. Mm. They know they're not. That's why all of these guys, they never say it. Because they know they're not. What, you really think them are from Fresh and Fit are alpha males? I wouldn't say that. What's his name? Myron uh, and the Fresh. Fr- fresh. Yeah. Does I, he I look, don't know his does he, Walter. <laughs> does he look fresh? I've got the other nigga. Myron, Myron, some guy that used to be a fed. It's a good job, though. That... In this... Brother, but, listen. Well done to him, innit? Well done to him. Yeah, Obviously not money. in our culture. And not, yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, one thing I will never ever do, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, listen, I'm a working legit guy myself. I work in the city, yeah? yeah? Suit and tie, man does that, yeah? But bro, one thing I will never look at doing, and you know, mm. working with the police, bro. It's a no-no, man. That's a no-no. I know enough man from men's that work. I, I see them in Oxford Street. They got the fucking full uniform one. I'm thinking, what? So you're a jake now? <laughs> All right, cool. Say nothing. Man's preed it from time, though. But cool, I hear it. For you to talk so highly of yourself, for you to say that, oh, your men want to be like me. If you want to get girls, you need to be big like me. You need to look like me. All of this bullshit. You've been chatting all this shit. You've got the best podcast. This is the latest podcast. I'm this. I'm that. And then the way he's been treating a lot of the black women on this show. Mm. Especially the black women on this show. And then for this to happen to you. Because what do you think? Now you're looking on the internet like a dickhead. Not even like a dickhead. You look like a joke man. Because you know when Nick Fuentes was on the show? Was he the present at that time? No, he wasn't the presenter. No, was, was he there? I don't know. He must have been. His girl was there. So he must have been there. If your girl's there, he definitely was there. Because I don't... And my man dissed his girl. And dissed him in front of his girl. And even, but even at that, what do you want it... Like, she, he shouldn't really... Cra- he can't really crash out at that. Well, yeah, because his boss is just pearly things. That's got him on a slave contract. Runs his whole thing. Wait in the water. <laughs> Wait <Yeah>. in the water. <laughs> Blood, that you is a joke, man, bro. I'll be <laughs> honest. Uh, he's even been saying it. A lot of his friends, family members, and people have been dissing him, innit? and people have distanced them, themselves from him because some of the shit he's done, there's videos of him from back then making videos hating on black women, bro. And it's like, you've gone and you signed on with Pearl, yeah? And she's got you basically acting like a modern-day slave. Like a joke, man. You get no views on any of your videos. The only time you're ever on the blogs is for bad things and you've treated black women poorly on your show. What has he got out of just pearly things? I see he's, made a, he's definitely made a, a couple bands. What Def- bands? Hold on, let's look at his YouTube. How many views he does makes he get? 30%. Just pearly 30%? things makes 70%. Wait. On his, on his own YouTube? Yes. Channel. Yeah, that's slavery. I can't that. Brother, the guy's a joke, man, bro. On that his dude channel. there, he's a joke, man, bro. He's doing all of this boxing content now because I think he's trying to get into the boxing Yeah, but, yeah, trying to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a joke, man. All right, that guy, bro. That guy's a joke. He's a clan. Yeah. That, he, that should be a lesson for any of these guys that are coming in and doing this relationship thing. He's getting nothing out of this. 
nothing. He's left her now. He's doing his own podcast. His podcast, like even his podcast here, like when you listen, there's no structure. The the people they don't even respect him on the show. The the women don't respect him on the show, fam. They're talking over him and that, and then like the conversation will go nowhere, and then it turns into a black and white debate. Let's talk about black people versus white people. Like there's no real structure and in like you know what I mean. No context in his in his uh, on his podcast, bro. I'll be honest, that dude there, well, good luck to him, but you see me, I don't rate that guy, he's a joke man bro. Because when you're going on the net and you're there dissing black women like that, it's like you've got a real agenda. And then when you're treating them like that on your show as well, you're kicking them off and the way he's done it, you can see he's trying to copy fresh at that Myron dude. He's a waste man bro. No way, I don't rate that guy, the guy's a dickhead son, he needs help. What would you would you want to hop onto some influencer boxing? If it makes sense, why not? Yeah, nice. No, if it that's what that right now that that looks like the go to right now. Saying that. Yeah. That looks like the go to right now. Saying that. Hi Richies, I want you to respond to this video, man. Talking Richies, that. you know. This guy's been ignoring me. Me and him had a back and forth. I went on this show one time. I remember you uh, you trolled him still or no? I didn't even troll him, bro. I just told him the harsh reality, bro. I just told him the harsh reality, bro. Like from the sounds of it, bro. It sounds like you're just like, you've got a chip in your shoulder. I get it, yeah, girls and women, sometimes they make it hard, but bro, you're coming on the internet every other week talking about why girls are this and why girls are that. Like, no, you know, with my, my whole opinion on that, I feel like, firstly, you should, men, make sure you keep leveling yourselves up, even, not even just for women, for yourself, firstly. Mm. Secondly... You need to understand, obviously, I think it's very important for men to actually realise what's recreational activity mm. and what's long term, mm. you know what I mean? So men need to learn about that shit. And mm. thirdly, I would say is like, you need to find someone who actually aligns with you. Mm. And those are the three main steps and everything else that, you know, when you have all these little girls in Shade Bar saying, oh, niggas need to pay my rent and this and like, ignore them. They, they probably get dug out for free. So just focus on yourself, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll be that honest, that, that whole thing there's a facade, man. Like, all them girls, not real, man. All, all the girls that push that whole agenda about all these artists, like uh, Young Miami City Girls, Beyonce, uh, Nicki Minaj, Cardi oh. B, mm. they, all, they all cap in their rap. Everything that they rap about, it's all cap. They don't live it. Cardi's in the kitchen cooking yeah, and cleaning. Yeah, they're all cooking and cleaning for their husbands, bro. Mm. They don't live it. It's all cap. They know that promiscuity promiscuity, and just rebellion or acting rebellious to the norms, it's going to get views. Mm. Like, artists making music about devil worshipping and, like, look at Doja Cat, oh, yeah. the recent thing. Like, they know when you make songs about this, things that are rebellious to the norm, people are going to look at it. Because it's something that, it's not new, it's, it's different. You know what I mean? You're going against the grain. People are going to look and pe- people are going to, you know, they're going to support it too, some people, unfortunately. But, you know, yeah. so that's life, isn't it? Definitely, man, definitely. More time, man. I want to see you have a podcast. I want you to do your own blogs and shit. I want you to to keep doing your shit, man. No, I am. I'm, I'm on Twitch now, and it? Obviously, um, I'm kind of leaving Twitter spaces. I'm on Twitch. I'm going to be on YouTube. Um, I've got a vlog dropping, I think, this week as well. 
a new vlog on my um, my Az channel. Um, so I've got two YouTube channels. I've got Az uh, hashtag Harsh Reality Gnosis, and then I've got As uh, I've got Az FM Live. So that's my Twitch YouTube channel. So all my Twitch live streams, I'll be posting that on the As FM Live channel. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm going to be on Twitch and I'm going to be um, taking that serious. No, I've got a whole heap of other things coming coming out soon with other people, um, other parties. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I've also got merch as well coming out. The merch is going to look real dope. But there's going to be some big news and announcements coming soon. Um, me collaborating with other people. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, they've seen um, the news about me and... Skeptar and all of that um, So yeah, there's going to be a lot of big things coming soon Definitely man My brother, thank you for coming down here man mm. This was a good interview You guys make sure you su subscribe to him Subscribe lastly, to us though, Lastly though As I said guys, I push good music Yeah And I push, obviously the music industry It is not at the place that it should be it's only certain individuals that are winning. The rest are losing, unfortunately, if I'm going to be totally honest, yeah? It's certain individuals that are keeping the light on, yeah? They're keeping the lights on at the label. But, guys, I've got a couple artists out there that I think you guys should listen to. Um, one is Rags Original. Go listen to him. He does the R&B, hip-hop, UK rap type of thing. You guys should listen to him. Uh, Amalu. She's real good. She's a mixed race girl. She does like UK R&B as well. She's quite talented. She's got a couple good tunes. Um, Giovan, I mentioned him early on. You should listen to him. There's an artist. He's been quite. He's been a bit quiet recently. His name is Chris Budden. He does ALT, alternative like wave type of rap, UK type of rap. He is a very talented artist. Chris Budden. You should listen to him. He's underground as well. Um, and yeah, uh, so large in the grime scene, he's cooking up. If you're interested in grime, go listen to that. Um, and there's another one called uh, Cruz Leon. There's another grime MC called Cruz Leon. Obviously, Ghanaians, we always support each other. So, you know, I'm a big you up here. He dropped a mixtape, um, Slide Tackle. So you guys should go listen to that. Um, and yeah, but well, I will say this. There's, a, there's an artist called Len. Yeah, and um, he's dropped an album called Legoland. Uh, have you heard of him, Len? Um, he's uh, he's uh, one of them ALT alternative artists. Um, he's got a big presence on, on Twitter and on social media. He's quite underground, but he's got a decent fan base. But his Legoland, I've heard his album, um, and yeah, my honest opinion, I don't think it's a good album, in it. Um, you know. So obviously I know a lot of stuff has been released, a lot of artists, I know Fredo has released this project, I need to listen to that. But in terms of this Len guy, um, I've heard a couple of tunes, some of them are good. But in terms of the album, the tunes that he's dropped on his album, um, he, he had the tune with Lancey, I think Unknown T was on there. Those are probably the only two that I find half decent, the rest I don't rate at all. I'm going to be totally honest, um, let, listen, I'm not here to hate. Obviously, I had my back and forth with him on Twitter, innit? But um, I'll be honest, carry on doing your thing. But just in terms of that Legoland thing, I don't... Listen, 
I've got nothing against any of these artists as in, in terms of a personal thing, you know what I mean? It's just a, a, an artist and a music thing, you know what I mean? Definitely. So in terms of your music and what you've put out, that's what I'm going to comment on. And obviously, he's dropped his project, Legoland. Len, that's his name. Len Lucci or whatever. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's, that's probably... That's a four, four out of ten for me, man. Yeah, it's a four out of ten. I'm not really a fan of that project at all. I've heard every tune and it's mid. It's mid at best, if I'm be totally honest. But yeah, man, carry on doing your thing. Um, I don't know. He just sounds like a reborn Lancey. Have you heard a Lancey for? I've heard of uh, Rings of Bells. Yeah, he he released a tune with One Own T um, last week. The tune's quite good. I think Unknown T, I think Unknown T is going to be delving into Afrobeats and different sounds now as well. Okay. He's got an Afrobeats tune coming, I think. Um, I was a bit surprised when I heard him on the ALT sound. Um, but I think it, I need to get used to his voice and his, his flow and his sound on, on that type of thing, on that type of sound, innit? But um, yeah, man, um, in terms of Len and Legoland, I wasn't really feeling that, but all the other artists that I mentioned before, those are artists that you guys should look at and listen, listen to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. So 